Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I am your host, Ellie Hope Collins, and I am so glad that you're here. It's on this podcast that we talk about active and practical ways that we can step into healing from divorce, trauma, and betrayal, because Jesus has already extended everything to us, and sometimes he's inviting us to reach out for that healing for ourselves. Today, I have a really special guest, and you're going to hear the excitement in my voice in this interview because I love her, and I love what she does, and I love her words. Her name is Michelle Luster. She has an amazing Instagram that I've been following for a while, and I just love what she does. She she lives in the South, but she actually loves the Minnesota Vikings, and I live in Minnesota, so we bonded over that at the beginning. You're going to hear that in the episode but she has some amazing insights and her heart for the Lord and her heart for hope is so incredibly apparent. We are cut from the same cloth. So I'm excited for this episode. I'm excited to share her story with you today. Buckle up guys. This is a great episode. Michelle. Yeah. When are you going to come up for a, um, for a Vikings game? We're going to see with this pandemic (laughs) going on, not for a while, but (laughs) well, it's on the bucket list. Let's do it. I think that would be so fun. I, I think it would be really fun to just bring you, especially in one of these like really cold days. (laughs) You got to come up here. You got to come up here in the winter time when it's (laughs) freezing cold because you're in the South. I am in the South. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, one year, my mother is the biggest, um, well, they're called the Washington football team now. Oh, she's Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they renamed it with all the, um, racial injustice yes. and civil unrest going on. Yeah, they changed the name. Um, as an interim, interim name is the Washington football team. So okay. she's their biggest fan, and I, I'm a, a Vikings fan. And again, on my bucket list, it was to go to a, a pro NFL, well, an NFL game. Yeah. She got somebody season's passes. We went, and um, it was Christmas Eve, the most beautiful Christmas Eve. I mean, it was oh probably 70 degrees. We tailgated and everything. Oh, come and on. The Vikings won that game. It was amazing. Ah. Uh, they had a Santa Claus there, and I had my little Vikings garb, you know, uh, stuff on. And I yes. walked over to take a picture, and he pushed me. Can you believe What? Wait, Santa Claus pushed you? <laughs> Santa pushed me. Yeah, because we, we, were, we were at FedEx Field. So, anyway, <laughs> that was the most. Oh, cool I get it. But we won the game. It was a beautiful day. Yes. So skull. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Skull Vikings. That is, that is, I love it. Yeah. I mean, with, with the pandemic, I mean, we're just, we're hoping that someday we'll all be able to get together in a, in a, you know, in a sense like that. I mean, um, yeah, we just, we gotta, we just have to like rebuke this this disease, this yes, absolutely. pandemic, it can yes. just go to the pit of hell because that's where it belongs. Absolutely. Yes. But yeah, I, I am so excited to have you on because, mm. um, and honestly, I was like, I was just, I was just telling somebody, I'm like, I'm, I'm just so excited for who I have oh on my the podcast gosh. today because I'm fangirling a little bit because <laughs> I really love your Instagram. Oh my and gosh. I started, I started following you because I was following the hashtag that I use on a lot of my posts, which is hope after divorce. Wow. And that's your handle. Wow. And I just wow. love it. So, mm-hmm. well, before we get into that, I'd just love for you to share with the listeners a little bit about what, what day to day is, what do you do for work? What's your family situation? And what do you do when you're not watching the Vikings? Okay. <laughs> Well, um, my day work is I'm an administrator or administrative assistant, I'm sorry, um, at one of our performing arts schools here. And with everything um, with the pandemic this past 
semester, we had to switch to virtual, which was very difficult because I have a great relationship with our, with our students. Oh, um, I just try to be that light for them. I'm not a, yeah. I'm not a teacher, but I know that I have um, an impact on them. They'll come in the office and they're just able to, you know, share some things with me that they may not be comfortable sharing with their teachers. And so I know God has given me that platform. That desk is my platform to be like, my last name is Lester. And it's funny because I, I literally, I'm like, okay, God, you've shown me how to live up to this name, to be that light, to be an example. So that's what I do during the day. And uh, we're, we're starting school in the fall. Uh, we're going to be virtual, which again, will be different. So now I'm just praying for ways that I can stay connected with them, stay engaged because I won't see, have to necessarily see them, you know, every day yeah. we won't have that outlet, but um, God is still in control and all of this stuff, this did not yes. catch them by surprise. No. So I, I, today I said, God, I need you to give me creative resources because I miss the babies, you know? Of so, course. Um, yeah. And, so. and I'm sure that's really challenging at a performing arts yeah. school. Yes. Where you want to be performing. I, I went to a performing arts school yeah. for one year wow. in high school and yeah. that's a, I mean, performance you want to be you want to be out there and with absolutely people that's so hard yes yes but the lord's absolutely going to show you what to you know that yeah. that niche of how to extend hope and and be there for people because you're so yes. good at that mm, thank you all glory to god <laughs> right yes. amen so it's just it's me here and my cat her name oh. is cat after your cat's uh, name cat, is cat her name is cat after the cat in uh breakfast at tiffany's so um she's my baby and we on my facebook page we we all post pictures of her so she kind of has her own persona her hashtag is cat the cat because that's what she is so it's it's we're here and we're you know um just trying to stay stay safe and you know be intentional about um just taking this time in i'm not sure how life after the pandemic will look but yeah. I know that God has allowed us to slow down for a reason. So yeah. just try, trying to take all of it in. Totally. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, funny story. I think I watched Breakfast at Tiffany's probably like five or six times okay. while I was going through my divorce. What? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I, I wow. like, I, I watched that movie quite a few times during wow. my divorce. I don't wow. know why. You know, when wow. you're just in it, you just... I don't know. You just, you, you cling to something. You just like, yes. I don't know. That was just That's one thing true. that I, sleep was a really big issue for me. And okay. so, um, I would, I watched that movie a couple times while wow. I was avoiding sleep, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> well, I would love for my listeners to get to know you a little bit more, get to know your story. I mean, um, you have this awesome Instagram, but yeah. that came out of the worst time of your life, I would assume. And, yes. and the, the pain of that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would love for you to share your story with my listeners and, um, you know, with that also comes the hope that yes, there is another side and you're still here. Yes. Yes. Well, I want to thank you again for having me here. This has been an honor and a privilege. And when I was getting, uh, separated or going through my separation and my divorce, never would I thought I would be here in this space right now. Um, I met my, um, my former husband and after three months, um, we married, which was probably the craziest thing I've ever done. And I've done some crazy things, <laughs> <laughs> but too. we only, we only, we only married after three months. Yeah. And, um, we were only married for 11 months. And so with that, there was so much shame with me because it's like, 
I've only been married for, I haven't even been married a year. We didn't even make a year. And yeah. this is a part of my story, a part that I said I would never ever do. My parents were divorced when I was 13. And I always said, I will never get divorced. I will never get divorced. But I've learned to never say what you'll never do. You, you just, <laughs> right? you know, you don't, you don't know that that, you don't know that that chapter is going to be a part of the book. Yeah. Right. But God is still the author. and He still causes all things to work together for the good. So those 11 months were probably the most devastating months um, that I've that I encountered. Um, I can't say that I wasn't warned. I can't say that I didn't see red flags. I can't say that the Holy Spirit didn't warn me. He, I believe he always warns us. It's just, are we willing to listen? Are we willing to put our, our feelings and our flesh and our thoughts aside to be obedient to what he's telling us to do? And I was not obedient and I had to deal with the consequences. Um, there was just a, a, a bunch of things. There, there was abuse. There was physical abuse. There was um, emotional abuse. Um, the, 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 the culminating, the culmination of it was the, uh, domestic abuse where I was picked up and thrown on the floor. Um, wow. and I, that was probably the scariest night of my life. And I remember thinking in my head, God, if you get me out of this, just get me out, just get me out. I mean, it was so scary. Um, but I, 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 I knew that God hurt me and he allowed a way of escape and he got me out of the situation. And so, um, here we are today. <laughs> yeah. Here we are today. Um, just, just thankful. Just thankful. When I revisit those days, I just get so excited all over again because I know what God has brought me from. Yeah. I know that it was only the grace of God that got me out. A lot of people don't get out, right? right. A lot of people don't. Um, you know, people lose their lives in situations like this, but God allow me out so while I'm out and I'm here I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell not my story but his story and hopefully it will be um uh an example to to people to let them know that divorce is not the final say yes God is always the final say always. divorce does not end our destiny God controls our destiny and so the scripture that says all things he causes all things to work together for the good that's what he's doing for me right now. So, and you too, Ellie, and your listeners as well. He's causing all of this yes. stuff to work out. Yeah, I love um, Chris Valentin from Bethel. From Bethel Church is a pastor that I like a lot, and he he always says that God works all things together for good. If it's not good, it's not the end. Come on, and now. <laughs> and, and that love you know that. that's so true. Divorce yeah. is not good. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Divorce is not good, and right. and domestic abuse is certainly not good. Um, you know, I, there, there's a lot of women who are in my, um, my reclaimed community, which is the, the online support group that I, that I run that have gone through abuse. And I would love for you even just to share how you knew that that was abuse and how you knew it wasn't okay. I didn't know at first, um, the first incident, it was just, uh, um, him applying pressure to my, my upper arms and leaving the mark and getting up. And I, I just, I didn't know that it wasn't okay. But then because it was repeated, I realized that he, 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 this is my husband yeah. that should not be putting, you know, his hands on me. And I was, I was, I was afraid. And so I get it. I, I people, I think people who, who have never dealt with it are easy to say, are easy to tell people, just leave. It's yeah, unsafe. Just exactly. leave. But you don't know what's tied to that. You don't know. You know, I've, I've been with this person for years and, and this is all I know. And, and where am, where am I supposed to go? Yeah. Or who's going to believe me? 
You know, where am I supposed to go? I think that was one of my things. Where am I supposed to go? Um, it, this, is a, this is embarrassing to me. So I, for people who are going through it, I understand it's not as easy to get up and leave as, as other people may think that it is, you yeah. know, unless you walk in that person's shoes. And for people who know people who are dealing with it, pray, pray, yes. pray that the, the, that their eyes will be enlightened and that they will know that there is another way. There was a time when I went to, um, I went to a women's shelter and it was just, the shame, I, 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 yeah. I, I, that's the only thing that just keeps coming back to my mind. The shame of knowing that I knew better. I didn't come from that type of environment. Mm. But the shame that, that uh, uh, I knew better than that, yet I, I, I stayed, you know, for however long I did. So, um, Like, how could this be my story? How, could, how is, yeah. this isn't the right, this isn't the yeah. right person that's this here. It's, it's no one's story. It should right, be no exactly. one's experience. Yeah, yeah, but then when you're yeah. walking it, it's, it, it's such the enemy to extend the shame. Yes. To say that that is it. you as a bad thing. Right. And you are bad because right. you're experiencing it. Right. That's wow. so true. That's so true. Shame, I think, was the biggest word in, through my situation. Yeah. With only knowing him for three months, only being married for 11 months, dealing with domestic violence, all that stuff. You know, the shame was a part of it. But um, like you said, that is a trick of the enemy. Um, the Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation yeah. to them who um, uh, not who, who don't walk after the, the flesh, but after the spirit. And once we start walking after the things of the spirit, there is no condemnation. All that stuff is just, you know, but like I said, it's a trick of, it's a trick of the enemy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would love for you to share a little bit more about this shame and how you... Mm -hmm how you got over this because just, you know, I mean, being with somebody for three months and, <laughs> and, and marrying them and then only, yeah. you know, not making it that year, you know, that's a really tough thing. And yeah. especially if you go and say, I'm never going to live this, this is not going to be my story. I'm going to, I'm going to change the narrative of maybe the, the family line of divorce. Yeah. Um, that, that, then the enemy can just be like, oh, well, there you go. You didn't yes. change it. You didn't do right, right you know? Right. So, so I'd love for you to share how you, um, how you were able to surrender that shame mm -hmm. to, to, to then walk in the freedom. Counseling. Yeah. Girl, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know what I would have done without, you know, and, and, right. and it's funny because yeah. I, again, I, I was only married for 11 months and, and I went yeah. through divorce care. I had, uh, I went through another divorce support system. I, I had two counselors and I remember my father saying, Michelle, does it really take all that? You know, and I, and I laughed <laughs> because I understand what he was saying. Yes. But for me, it did. It did. Yes, um, you needed it. I, I, I needed to walk through how I put myself in this situation. That's what I had to walk through. Yes, and so yes. one of my counselors, actually, we were talking and uh, they said, Michelle, you, you, you seem as if you just see this big D on your forehead, divorce. Like everybody that sees you sees that you were divorced. You go in the yeah. grocery store. Oh, look at her. She's divorced. You go back to church. Oh, she's divorced. And she says, do you think the D on your forehead is bigger than the R that came from the redemption of what Jesus did for you on the cross? Is that bigger than the D that's on your forehead? And so that's when I began to realize that shame is a lie. It really is. Everything that Jesus did for me on the cross 
it was it, it, it took away the shame it took away my mistakes it took away my decisions it's like all of that stuff i exchanged my shame for his 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 grace <laughs> and what a great exchange and what an exchange of freedom you know that is so for me it took counseling you know some others yes. it may it may be other things yeah. but for me i i actually had i needed that person to actually tell me what Jesus did for me on the cross was bigger than the shame that the, the, the you know, enemy tried to, you know, give me. And, and I, I, I'm going to be honest, Ellie, it took me a while to be able to talk about this. I mean, yes. who wants to say you only knew somebody for three months, you were only married for a Who wants to say that? Sometimes, even when I'm sharing on Instagram, I'll think, wow, because people will comment, I've been married for 24, I've been married for 40, you know, so, mm. and I'm thinking, I, I, I don't even have anything to say that, to that because I didn't have that long of an attachment, but shame is shame. Exactly. Divorce exactly. is divorce. Like it, it, yes. it's, you know, it, the, the length of time, I don't, I don't know that that really even matters, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. The, the pain is not comparable. The pain. Yeah. And, and the yeah. amount of shame that we feel is also not comparable. I mean, we, we, we use the sud scale, which is like the, this, you know, when you're at the doctor and they say like, you know, wh what's your pain level right now? Yeah. You know, one to 10 and, yeah. and a 10 pain, emotional pain is an, is a 10 pain. Wow. And whether that was, you know, you, you were married for a month or, you know, if you're going through a depression and you're, and from, yeah. you know, your first semester in college or something and your, your pain is a 10 and, you know, you've had 50 years of marriage and you get divorced and your pain is a 10, yes. your pain yes. is a 10. Yes. And, and that it's, it's not, um, it's not comparable between one yes. person and the other. I also yes. love that you said that, you know, that, that this idea of the exchange between God's shame or between our shame and, and Jesus's redemption that he extends. Yes. That's a principle that we know cognitively if we go through right. the church, but sometimes yeah. we need that counselor or somebody to vocalize that to us and yes. help us apply that to our personal lives. Yes. And I know people have seen this over and over on the internet that it's okay to have Jesus and a therapist too. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> And divorce care and another and divorce all support, them, all support group and whatever it takes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and, and the Lord uses other people to Absolutely. speak into our situations and yeah. he uses, he uses Instagram as well. How oh, did, God. how did God personally show up in your, in your pain, in your time of struggle? What was the, what was the hope that you felt from him? Oh my gosh. Every day he showed up, I, didn't, I mean, and I necessarily have noticed or, or realized it at the time, mm -hmm. but every day I opened my eyes and said, I'm going to get up and I'm going to show up even though I'm hurting and I want to give up, God showed up and he was ever present every night, every morning, all of the above. He was ever present. I, 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 we were talking earlier. Um, I, re, I, I can look back in my journals and, and look at those, those sleepless like, nights, those hopeless nights, you know, those nights where I was just like, I have no clue how God is going to use this. Yeah. And, and, I, and I know his hand was on me the entire time. There were there, the, the, the day that um, my um, former spouse, the, the day after he picked me up, threw me on the floor, I had to go to work the next day. And I was taking a class um, through one of our community colleges and I had a quiz, I think either the, that, that next day or the day after that. And I went in that class, Ellie, with bruises hmm. on my body and I ended up getting an A 
out of that. I'm telling you, the grace of God. And 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 um, yeah. kind of a, a few months later, um, my former spouse and I, we were cordial at that time. And I told him, I said, you know, I got an A out that class. And he said, you are so strong. You wow. and I and I know and I know it wasn't me because again yeah. that was the same week with bruises on my body. Went to work, nobody knew. I took that quiz, nobody knew, but God knew, and His yes. grace is sufficient. Yeah, He gives us what we need to get yes, through. Yes, to get through. Yeah, to, to yes. be able to just keep going. It's amazing yes. what what He. <laughs> How he encourages us and gives us the yes. strength to just face the day. Yes. To yes. face the tests, like yes. quite literally to face the tests. But yes. also he gave you the strength to to know that this wasn't okay. Right. And yeah. to to proceed with with a divorce. Well, I when you just said that the 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 whole idea of the image of the prodigal son just came to my mind. Mm. Right. When he left, when he left his home. And he, the Bible says he came to himself. He realized, I don't have to take this. I don't have to live like this. I don't have to walk. I think that was my prodigal son moment that, okay, God, I, I failed you. Like I made a decision that you were not pleased with, but this ain't home. Yeah. I don't have to sit here. I don't have to stay here. There's a better way for me. God, I'm coming back. Take yeah. me bruises and all, right? Take me bruised ego and all. Take me mistakes and all, but I'm coming back to you. And I want to encourage your listener, that one listener or two, whoever, that's, that's, that's saying, I can't get out of this. I can't come back. God says, welcome home. He says, the door is wide open for you. Come back. I don't care if you're bruised. I don't care if you're hurt. I don't care if your family's going to talk about you because you've been with that person for, for X amount of years and now you want to come back and now you want to, I don't care. God says, welcome home. He says, welcome home. His arms are wide open. I think he extends that to everybody that feels as if they can't come back. He's always waiting for you. You know, I'm his daughter. You're his daughter. We're his yeah. children. He wants the best for us. He wants to put that, that robe on us like the yes. father. He wants, yes. to, he wants to, you know, put that, 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 that jewelry and all that stuff. Yeah. It's our portion. I, I was just remembering when you were saying that, that, that the prodigal son came back saying, well, at least I could be a servant in my mm. father's house. And then the father said, no, you're my son. Come and, on. you know, slaughtering the, the fattened calf. And that is actually what God does. Yeah. He takes even that, that, that brokenness experience. And then he, um, he brings so much good out of it. Mm, so Wild. much good. <laughs> what is he, what has he brought goodness in your life now, now that you're on the other side? I mean, obviously when, when we're in it, when we're, when we're stuck in this, we're just facing the day. We're like, yes. I just have to, Come on now. I just have to get out of bed. Yes. Yes. Um, but, and I you think know, that's important that we, yes. we, 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 we stay in those seasons. Like yes. if, if all you can do today is put your clothes on and go to work, well, we're in a pandemic, but if all you can do <laughs> is get out to bed and, and get on your computer yes. and get your work done, do that. If, if all you can do is cry today, cry today. If yes. all you can do is, it, all you want to do is laugh today, laugh. But sit in each season. Like exactly. don't rush the, because we need it all. If all, all I can do is watch breakfast at Tiffany's to keep me, you know, going to sleep, then that's a part, that's a part yeah. of my, my healing process. That's a part of the story. And, yes. and um, 
And God is faithful to use even that. I mean, when we're sitting in those times, we actually, we need to sit there just like the prodigal son. If we can bring this in again, I mean, he needed to be in the pigs in in the pig slop. And and that it feels that way. You know, when we're, when we are facing this level of rejection and pain of a divorce, it can feel like you're really just sitting in the slop. Yes. I mean, that, that, that's a lot of the, the hope that you extend in your, in, in your Instagram. I feel like you're speaking to that person, mm. right? I mean, mm-hmm. you're speaking to the person that's like, I'm struggling with the day. Yes. Right? Yes. And Absolutely. Um, what, what were the things in that moment that you needed to hear? <laughs> what the things I put on on, on Instagram yeah. those are the things that I needed to hear and that's is that's that's like my tagline yeah. these are the words I needed to hear so I shared these words with you I'm interrupting this episode with Michelle to let you know about the sponsor of the podcast today which is the healing from divorce online course this is an online course that I developed out of my own experience of healing from divorce. This is an eight-week program designed to launch you into healing right into the heart of God because he cares about what you're going through. Divorce is hard, but you don't have to go through it alone. This course has biblical application. We talk about the Bible. We talk about theology. It has practical insights with psychologists, life coaches, and pastors bringing their own experience and expert teaching, as well as a personal connection in the reclaimed community and a connection with other people going through divorce. Order the Healing from Divorce course today. Because I am so excited to celebrate the Healing from Divorce online course, I am doing a giveaway. So if you are interested in receiving a $100 Target gift card, head over to the link found in the show notes in this episode. Register for this giveaway. I'm so excited about it to receive um, some amazing books, some other amazing prizes, as well as a $100 Target gift card. A lot of people didn't know what I was going through because I was embarrassed to share that part of my story. And so um, my the, the Instagram page is it, it's just exactly that these are words that I wish somebody would have told me yeah right this is the encouragement I wish somebody would have given me um I I had a few friendships that it was just a little it was just a little distant because I think some people don't really know how to deal with divorce especially when you've been married especially when you're a believer and you're married divorce is sort of like um one of those forbidden words we don't talk we don't do that no you make your marriage work you know God hates divorce and I do too Ellie Oh, okay. I do too. That's, that's one thing I would say. I hate divorce. I, I hate, hate it. The, the, the death of the, the family, the, the brokenness that children feel, you know, the, I understand why God hates yes. divorce. Um, so some of my friends, I don't think they really knew. It, it's sort of like when people pass away, sometimes you don't know what to say. Exactly. Right. Because you don't want to say the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. And so you don't say anything at all which is not necessarily what's, what, 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 right. what's needed. They want to hear something about their loved one, you know? So yeah. um, for me, that, I pray that, that the page is, is filled with hope and encouragement for people who aren't getting those words from their family or their friends. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so true. I mean, we, we, we need, we do need support. We need to know that and we need a validation of the feelings, but also pointing to the hope that actually will, you will see another day and it's okay to grieve this too, because there is so much to grieve in, in the loss of a marriage. Yes. Um, Can you talk a little bit about the grieving process for you and how, and how, the Lord led you through that grieving process? Um, I think my, my, my main grieving process, I was a part of uh, the divorce care community. Yeah. And so I was able to just kind of surround myself with people who were going through the walk along with me. Um, it was, it was tough. It was tough because again, a lot of people didn't know. And so a lot of my grief was here at home. Yeah. Um, I heard a, a, a phrase called, um, a sufferer in silence. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that's what, that's what I was doing. I was suffering in silence. I was grieving um, yeah. in silence. I couldn't really, again, talk to a lot of people. And so I had to do a lot of journaling. I had to do a lot of praying. Um, the, 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 the person that God brought into my life to just kind of walk me, walk through it with me. I was able to talk with her, you know, a lot that's about awesome. it. So that's, that's kind of what, what my grieving process looked like. Um, and, and, and again, it's, it's different. I think it's different for, for everybody, you know, but the point is, I think to just walk, walk through it, don't yeah. rush through it, you know, cry it out, um, you know, yell it out. I mean, be angry, <laughs> feel all yes. the feelings. Yes. Yes. Anger. It to the Lord. Yeah. I think anger is pushed aside a lot when yes. we actually need to be angry. Yes. You know, I mean, the, the proper response to injustice is anger. Yeah. And, and a yeah. lot of times in divorce, we can experience injustice, you know, yeah. whether that's infidelity, you know, abuse. I mean, yeah. it's, I think it's really okay to be angry. The Bible says be angry, but sin not. Sin not. And, that's right. and we're, you know, that it's a fine line there, <laughs> but, but it's okay to be angry. What yeah. were those times of anger like for you? My anger was, <laughs> God, how can he get away with this? Yes. What are we going to do about this? Um, In my situation, there were children that I didn't know about. And again, because uh, three months, you, it's not, you're not going to learn a lot about anybody in three months, you know, Mm -hmm. the real person. So there were children that I didn't know about. Um, There were lies. Uh, Again, the, 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 the abuse, my anger was a lot of it was, how can you let him get away with this guy? And I remember going through Psalms and getting those Psalms where David was like, okay, I'm going to need you to kill him and the yes. children and blah, 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 blah. And that's real talk. I'm, I'm yes. That's exactly how I was feeling. It's yeah. no way in the world, God, that you saw everything that he took me through and he's still walking free. God had me, well, after I went through my, you know, just bits of anger, God walked me through the process of praying for him. Mm. Oh! And you don't what want do you to. Mean? Absolutely not. Yeah. Praying for him? Are you kidding me? Praying for him? I want to curse yes. him. Come on that, now. That, that's that's what comes that was that's what came up in me. I mean, I yes. was like, absolutely not. Yes. I'm I'm cursing him at every moment that I can. Yes. I want everything that bad that can happen to happen. But God yeah. said, okay. You want to do it your way. You want me to do it my way. Come on. And Ellie, yes. I, and and I and I, I'm, I'm I'm my goodness this was, this was probably months later, um, months later, I found out that my former spouse, um, was 
beaten to the point of being admitted into the hospital. I saw oh, the wow. pictures and everything. And I'm not, I'm not saying God did that. What God showed me was vengeance is mine. Like you wow. don't have to fight your battles for you, Michelle. Yes. I've got this. And I'm wow. not, I'm not saying God, you know, oh God beat my, my performance no. or anything like that. No. Anything like that. The lesson to me was you don't have to fight this battle for yeah. me. Yeah. Stand still. Let let you do what I've called you to do. And I did, and I prayed for him, you know. And and I, I actually haven't done it in a while, but when he would come back to mind, even yep. after the divorce, I would just pray. I would just yep. pray because everybody needs Jesus. Everybody needs a Preach. savior. And when God looks at my former spouse, now I can say it now because I'm on the other side of it. Uh, back then, I'd probably be saying something different. But when God looks at my former spouse and when God looks at all of our former spouses, he still sees his, his child. Yes, he does. And he says that he doesn't want anybody to perish. Like he died, not just for me, but for my former spouse as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that takes a lot of grace and a lot of remembering what, what God did for us to put that back, you know, on the, yeah. on the X. <laughs> yes, exactly. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And, it, and that's, I mean, Jesus means that. I mean, he means it. He means it and he already, he already did it, you know, he already did it on the cross. And, yes. um, I think, I think that, you know, your, your point about praying is a, is a great way to release some of that anger, the unhealthy and even, yes. and even anger that could so easily turn to sin yes. comes bitterness and unforgiveness and resentment and all those things that we just really want to avoid. Yes. Prayer is a way, praying for them is a way of kind of releasing our heart and saying, this is a step of forgiveness. That Amen. I'm, Amen. Um, but also, I, I think that there is a point, too, where we don't need to be their main intercession. <laughs> that, that's exactly right. You know, that's exactly um, right. I think that there's a time where we can say, well, this isn't actually my job anymore because it can, in a way, sort of tie your heart to them. So it's okay to release. And um, that, that's something that I share with my, um, with the women in my support group that's all the so time. It's, we don't have to do that all the time, but if the Lord, if he, if he comes up in your mind, pray for him and then just release it, you know? That's so good. I love that. Yeah. I think I, I just, I think it's a great step of forgiveness to just, yes. to, um, so, so I would love to hear what forgiveness was for you in this story. Um, again, just um, remembering, remembering the fact that, that God forgave me. Yeah. And he yeah. forgave the fact that I made this decision yeah. without leaning on him, you know, and he, he yeah. gave me, he gave me a second chance. Mm -hmm. after the after the marriage ended he gave me a second chance and so because I've been extended that grace then I'm therefore to, to extend that grace with you yes. know my former spouse you know um would I ever be his best friend later on in life no I don't think so <laughs> and you don't have to be I don't have to be you don't have that, to be right I don't have to be but um yeah I think that's the yeah. That's the forgiveness. Just remembering what, what, what God did for me. Did yeah. you have to forgive yourself in it? Oh, that part. There's a, a, a quote that I saw that says, it says something like part of healing is forgiving yourself a lot, yeah. like forgiving yourself a lot. And I had to do that. There were, there were times when I was just like, how could I have been so naive? 
Yeah. How could I have been so gullible? Um, I thought I knew myself better than that. I thought I was stronger than that. Before I met him, I was a strong, independent, uh, single woman. I had, you know, my five, 10 year plan together. And I just, I, I knew what I, I've, I've had lists of what I wanted my husband to be for years. Probably since I was 13, I was writing these lists of what my husband wanted yeah. to be. I was, um, I was a virgin when I, when I married yeah. him. How could I put myself in this yeah. situation? So yes, absolutely. I had to forgive myself yeah. and, and, and realize that, you know, again, God's grace covers even what, the things that I do towards myself and against myself. Yes, so absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Even, I mean, even those shortcomings that we have are not too big for the redemption. Amen. And, and so much, so, so you know, when, when we have this idea that like, I mean, because God hates divorce. We hate divorce, especially yes. when you experience it. Yes. Man, you hate it. Yes. <laughs> you hate it. And so that I just love that 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 picture of the big D on your forehead. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. man, boy, can I relate to that? Um, yes. But but that can feel like a sin. Yes. Yes. When when we know that we've done everything that we yes. that we possibly could, it can still feel like a sin, and that that's that shame, the condemnation coming in, yes. and the enemy just pointing that out. Um, yeah. And then you know, just the, the release of saying, "I actually forgive myself for having this be a part of my story." Mm -hmm. I think is an important step to take. Yes. I actually need to just release that part to the Lord, and um, and I can just so so tell that you're walking in that freedom because mm, you're not living, you're not living in the shame of that big D on your forehead. Right. And, that, that D is gone. Yes. The <laughs> D has been exchanged for H for hope. How about that? Come on. <laughs> yes. That's Jesus. Yes. That's absolutely. So, that's so the Lord. He's so, so good. Yeah. Um, so how, when, in the, in these moments of discouragement for you, like, again, when you're sitting in the, when you're sitting in the pit of it, um, this hope that you're talking about, how did you practically hold on to that? Um, I mean, so you, you were, you were in divorce care, you were in counseling and things like that. Was that the main hope that you were drawing from? No, my hope then was just surviving. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and being able to smile again, like, yeah. That was my focus, you know, at the time, how, how do I work through this? How do I, how do I get through how I allowed myself in this situation? Because that's what I kept saying. How did I get here? Yeah. How is this, how is this my story? So no, my hope then was how can I survive? How can I thrive after this? Hmm. You know, how, how will I make it? Will I get married again? I mean, what in the world? I was only married. I got married a little later in life, you know, um, I, well, I'll be honest, I'll, I'll be 40 this year. So when I got married, I was like, what, 35, 36. So I got okay. married a little late. Yeah. And now I'm divorced after 11 months. What in the mm -hmm. world? So I'm still walking through the hope. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah. still walking through the things that I'm still believing God for. I'm still believing God yeah. for a godly marriage, you know, okay. that one that will yeah. last, you know, one that that's God ordained. I'm still believing God for children. Mm -hmm. I'm still believing God for so many things. But I know that the same God that brought me out of those 11 months is the same God that's keeping me now. And every promise that he's spoken over my life, it's going to come to pass. So that's my hope now. I'm still walking this thing. You yeah. know, when I post, when I post, um, I, I just recently went through a situation a, a few months ago where um, I was, I was, um, 
I was I had befriended a gentleman and and I just thought you know it was a, a it was a wonderful friendship we were getting to know each other and this person had actually been married twice and all of a sudden no calls just nothing and so I'm I had to walk through that and I'm still yeah. posting on Instagram about this hope <laughs> about You're like after this the is work. the same hope that I actually this need yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. And so yeah. I, I, I draw from that. God is, is just so good. I, I think he can use everything that we've gone through just in every season, you know, to continue to remind us that we're continue, we're going to always need that hope until Absolutely. we die, until he, either we die or he, he raptures us up. We're always going to have to draw from that hope. It may not be for divorce. It may be just to get through the pandemic. Yes. It may, you know, be uh, just to help our kids who are having to stay at home, you know, all of that. Whatever it is. Yeah. Absolutely. We need to know that, that this isn't the end, that there's actually, that there's an expectation of good. Um, and I, I, I do like that you, that you drew on the things that you're still hoping for, because, you know, when we, when we go through these times of like the deepest pain, we can think, you know, once everything is together and I have all of the promises of the Lord, then, I will have hope and like, I'll be good. But right right now you're still believing God for things. Still believing God for stuff. Still believing. How do you, (laughs) how, how do you practically, how do you hold on to it right now? I, I, and I I posted this on Facebook the other day. Um, I heard somebody say this, that I have too much evidence to start God, to start doubting God now. Yes. I have too much evidence. His track record has been, so good to me I can't you know I can't yeah and I I do I do doubt there are times when I doubt and I have to I have to pull myself out like Michelle do you remember can you just remember what he brought you through three months ago three years ago whatever he's able to do the same thing so isn't that just like the like so much of the bible that it's it's the you know it's the Israelites being like do you remember what what God did for you in the desert he yes. brought you out of Egypt. He yes. brought you into the promised land. I mean, yes. there's these chapters that are just yes. recounting yes. his goodness. Mm-hmm. And we, we have to have testimony, even for our personal mm-hmm. stories, what we have personally gone through. We have to have testimony to remember, okay, God has been faithful. He will yes. continue to be faithful for me. Yes, um, That's so much of, of why it's, it is also important to share the stories of other people's hope. Yes. Of other people's um, breakthrough as well. Yes. So yes. important. Yes. If, and if I could see that he did it for you, yeah. it gives me, it gives, it, it's, that's more evidence. Exactly. That's more evidence that he could, you know, he could do it for me. Um, I, I love when I post things on, or when I, when I do a post that asks people to share sort of their stories or whatnot, and they start sharing and they start encouraging and then somebody else will jump on and say, Oh, I, I needed that. And that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, sharing, even though it hurts, just sharing it, talking about it because you never know how your testimony can be somebody else's survival guide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so- and that and I think that's why the enemy wants to to bring shame to to try to shut our our stories up. But the more we share and the more we illuminate the goodness of God, it can make somebody else say, "You know what? I don't have to stay in this abusive relationship. You know, I, I can I can make it through this infidelity because she did, and that gives me hope." 
Exactly. Exactly. And God came through for this person. Yeah. He's going to come through for me. Gonna and even through. though it sucks right now and it's yeah. painful and challenging, uh, there's, there's hope. Yes. There's hope that it's not always going to be that way. That's right. Yeah. Hope after divorce. That's your hope Instagram. God gave it to me. I'm serious. He did. And it, it was and available. It, it just, it just came um, last year. Actually, oh I really? Was, I, okay. Yeah, I had I was I had outpatient surgery. I was laying in my bed, and he he just gave it to me. I've been on social media for a while, but yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh, what in the world? Again, who knew? And yeah. who knows what will come in the future? So I'm grateful. Yeah, I you you seem so removed from your pain, mm. and and you know I think there's this idea a lot of people that that you know, it's always going to hurt. Mm. And, um, mm. and I think I, I, I see you as maybe not living in that. Mm. Yeah. After a while it gets, it gets too heavy, right? It, it, it there's a season for it. There is yes. absolutely a season for yes. it. You know, even again, just recently, the friendship, I spent a while just crying and we weren't even in a relationship. Right. Right. So that I, I had to walk, I had to walk through that. Um, but there comes a time where the weeping stops yeah. and the joy comes. It's all seasons. Yes. It's all it's seasons. So that's so good. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that other, that other things can trigger a little bit more yeah. pain that does need to come out. Yeah. Um, almost like, almost like a, a, another little um, piece of the shrapnel that's been, yes. that's kind of been in us that does, yes. that God wants to bring that out, you know, absolutely. Um, other, you know, a lot of times dating after divorce and, and re rejection after divorce is a big part of that my gosh because you are opening yourself up for continual rejection and yes and that man that's a it's a roller coaster yes. it's a roller coaster yes so I, 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 I go ahead well I was gonna say what one of the posts God gave me a while ago was uh, dating while wounded can be devastating yeah heal first please Amen. And, <laughs> and I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I might meet somebody and still have to do, I, I really do believe when I do remarry, there are going to still be issues and things yes. that I'm going to have to walk through. Right. It's yes. just, it's just a process. A it's process a part of, of being human. Absolutely. But if what, whatever I can do on my own to, yes. to kind of work through those and walk through those things is beneficial. So yeah, just work, work on people. Somebody inboxed me the other day. I said, I think probably the best thing you can do right now is just work on you. Yes. Yeah. Can you say that again for the people in the back? No, <laughs> we talk a lot about this on my podcast. I, um, I'm very open about, about, um, I, I dated too early. I got in a rebound relationship and I didn't know it was a rebound. And, and I would, I would say about, 70% of women and men that, that open up to me, um, I, you know, through my, through my sport group or whatever it is that have gone through divorce have had a rebound relationship wow. that have got, and, and I, and I label it like that because yeah. rebound in my opinion is, is engaging in a relationship before you're ready, where you're trying to get something out of the other person because yeah. we don't feel whole in ourselves. Mm. So we're feeling that we want to, we want to fill that with, 
other with someone else's validation, someone else's love and acceptance Mm -hmm. of us, Mm -hmm. especially when we have felt that that's been taken away Mm -hmm. and, um, and praise the Lord. I'm not living under the shame of that anymore. Um, I'm so grateful for that, but, but that was, that was a very painful experience that we can avoid by getting whole and getting restored independently with God. And then when that opportunity comes that maybe, maybe we are called to start dating again, when those wounds come up again, when the fear comes up again, all that stuff, when it, when the disappointment comes up, we already have had a track record of going to God for everything. So good. So then we're not going to someone else to fill something for us. So good. Oh, yes. So important. It's yes. so important. Yes. I don't know if you ever heard of a, um, a pastor named Miles Monroe. Okay, Miles well. Monroe. He, wait, wait, did he write a book? He did. He has, he, he has um, a book, uh, Single, Married, Separated, yes. and Life After Divorce. That's, yes, I, re- I have that on my bookshelf yes. right now. yes. <laughs> Well, he, he, he wasn't divorced. Um, okay. he and his wife, they married, were married for a long time. Um, yeah. and they actually passed away um, in a, in a, in a plane crash, but oh, wow. he would off, always say he and his wife are whole individuals. They're not half trying to complete each other. They're whole individuals. And that is something that I think even when I remarry that I will continuously work on. Yes. Being whole within myself because nobody can complete us, but God, nobody can complete us. And I think sometimes we make that, that mistake in relationships and marriages that, oh, my husband is going to be everything to me. Well, he's not. And, and when he fails to be, then well, who do you go to? And what, you know, exactly. what do you have? You always have God. We always have the love of Christ. So yeah, for me, I think I'm just, this is just, oh, I'm just a work in progress. Yeah. Forever and ever, ever, ever. <laughs> And then even in heaven, I, th- I still think there's going to be like improvements. I'm, I mean, we're, we will be complete, but I think like, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be worshiping. We're going to be learning. We're going to be growing. And yes, I just, I just think that's so amazing. We, we are yes. complete and whole individuals. And, you know, when you go through a divorce, it can feel like you have had your leg amputated and you're yes. just wobbling oh. around mm-hmm. and, and that, that healing, that healing to grow back a leg is actually possible. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. so possible with the Lord. And, um, and it takes time. It takes yes. a lot of time. Um, but yes. I think, you know, going to him for that healing is like, yes. And that's yes. the, that's the, that is really the hope that that is lasting that he is the one that will heal not something Mm -hmm. else yes because when he heals it he heals it right yes he heals it right it's not a band-aid it's not you know it's it's, it's complete (laughs) and 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 people like 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 you say like you just said i just seem so far removed that's that's the healing of god where where we don't even look like what we what we've been through Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's his restoration, yes. which is, which is not just, not just where, you know, where we were, but it's actually better because yes. he, he creates us whole, you know, he, he doesn't leave anything as it was. He yes. always, you know, it's, I, you know, it's like my mom would always tell me like, leave the room better than when you found it. That's, That's what God does. That's right. That's right. 
he leaves us better than he found us. Yes. And I mean, I didn't know you before this. I just met you. Yeah. And now you're my best friend. So congratulations, you're in my life forever. Um, (laughs) But um, but I I just I I would have loved to see you before too because wow. You know, like I I could I I just know that God has brought you so far. Yes. Yes. Oh God. That Michelle was very insecure Mm -hmm. she was she had forgotten who she was yeah she had forgotten now she's starting to remember again yeah yeah you're a bearer of hope and encouragement and and such a light to people and I'm just so so grateful for (laughs) your um for your testimony and for the words oh my gosh Mm. you yeah so, um, when are we going to get like a book from you Oh my or gosh. what, you know, what's, what's next for Michelle? You have, <laughs> I mean, you have a, basically a book full of amazing quotes and things on Instagram. Wow. So everyone needs to follow you. But, um, what, what are you, what are you hoping for these days? <laughs> right now, my focus is just to continue to be consistent. There yeah. are people that are showing up for this. Yeah. And, um, you know, some, some days I'm, I'm like, why am I still doing this? And then I'll get a message. Yeah. You have no idea how your posts have walked me through the darkest nights of my life. And I'm like, I just have to show up every, every day, just show up um, because I needed someone to show up for me and they did. So that's what I'm doing. But um, whatever the Lord has for me, Ellie, yeah. it, it, that's, you know, what a friend a few weeks ago, she said, Michelle, why, why, why don't you think about doing weekly zoom calls? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what the world. So if if that's what God says, then Ellie's gonna be on one of those Zoom calls. Amen. Let's go. Yes, yes. Sign me up. Are yes. you kidding me? I'm like on board with everything that you do. Oh I, my gosh. Yeah. Again, God. fangirling over here. Oh my gosh. Whatever he has is what, yes. you know, workshops. Um cool. I don't know. Whatever. Just as long yeah. as it's, 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 if it's, if it impacts somebody, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, because you have a testimony and you have this story of the redemption of the Lord in your pain. Mm. And man, when we have the answer, mm. we want we have to share it, right? It's like yeah. all those all those biblical characters that were healed and we just like need to shout it from the rooftops. Yes. <laughs> that he's yes. good, that he brings healing and that it's yeah. gonna be okay. So yes. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. You have to come to Minnesota and we, we will yes. go to a football game because this pandemic will not last forever. It would not. It there would is not. hope. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> there is hope in the pandemic. Yes. So um, how, can, how can people follow your Instagram or anything else that you would like to uh, plug right now? Ready, set, go. <laughs> right now, it's just Instagram. Um, you can yes. type in hope after divorce, H-O-P-E, after divorce, and you'll see me there and just come on in and say hello. And if you know somebody that may, you know, benefit from it, you know, share it. My page is not for everybody, Yep. but it's for somebody. And that's who I'm called to. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, even, even the things that you do post, yes, it's for divorce and it's geared towards that. There's so much, so many nuggets of wisdom and encouragement Mm. for really any level of pain and, Mm, and, um, a dark, a dark place for people. So I really Mm. want to encourage people to hop on and, um, and follow what you're doing. It's, um, it's, it's powerful kingdom work. It really is, Mm. um, that soul care that we need when we're in the midst of, of, 
the darkest times is so important. And what better place than Instagram? And it's aesthetically yes. pleasing. Your your feed is really like pleasing to the eyes. So, <laughs> so I appreciate you so much. <laughs> All right. Well, you are absolutely the best. I'm so grateful that you came on today. Thank you so much. Thank Michelle. you, Ellie. All right. Take care. <laughs> There are so many things that I could say about this episode. I love Michelle. I love her heart. And I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing to the podcast, for liking it, and sharing it with a friend because we don't know what other people are going through. Make sure to follow Michelle on her Instagram, which is at Hope After Divorce. Follow me on Instagram as well, if you would, at Hope underscore Reclaimed. If you're interested in the Healing from Divorce online course, you can find that information in my show notes. And if you want to be a part of this giveaway that I'm giving away a $100 Target gift card, head over to the link in the show notes as well. I'm so excited for this course and just to launch it into the world and I wanted to celebrate it well. So make sure to take part in the giveaway. Remember, there is healing and there is redemption in Jesus. And there's always hope. Hope is my middle name. We'll see you next week.